Welcome to the Folktale Project, this is Dan Scholes. Today we have the end of the story of the 40 Thieves of Alibaba and the 40 Thieves. If you are just picking up the podcast today, I would recommend you go back to the beginning of last week just to get caught up because we are going to resolve this story. We're going to see the end of the 40 thieves. At daybreak, Alibaba arose and, seeing the oil jars still there, asked why the merchant had not gone with his mules. Morgiana bade him look in the first jar and see if there was any oil. Seeing a man, he started back in terror. Have no fear, said Morgiana. The man cannot harm you. He is dead. Alibaba, when he had recovered somewhat from his astonishment, asked what had become of the merchant. Merchant, said she. He is no more a merchant than I am. And she told him the whole story, assuring him that it was a plot of the robbers of the forest, of whom only three were left, and that the white and red chalk marks had something to do with it. Ali Baba at once gave Morgiana her freedom, saying that he owed her his life. They then buried the bodies in Ali Baba's garden, while the mules were sold in the market by his slaves. The captain returned to his lonely cave, which seemed frightful to him without his lost companions, and firmly resolved to avenge them by killing Ali Baba. He dressed himself carefully and went into the town, where he took lodgings at an inn. In the course of a great many journeys to the forest, he carried away many rich stuffs and much fine linen, and set up a shop opposite that of Ali Baba's son. He called himself Kogya Hassan, and as he was both civil and well-dressed, he soon made friends with Ali Baba's son, and through him with Ali Baba, whom he was continually asking to sup with him. Ali Baba, wishing to return his kindness, invited him into his house and received him smiling, thanking him for his kindness to his son. When the merchant was about to take his leave, Ali Baba stopped him, saying, Where are you going, sir, in such haste? Will you not stay and sup with me? The merchant refused, saying that he had a reason, and on Ali Baba's asking him what that was, he replied, it is, sir, that I can eat no victuals that have any salt in them. If that is all, said Ali Baba, let me tell you that there shall be no salt in either the meat or the bread that we eat tonight. He went to give this order to Morgiana, who was much surprised. Who is this man, she said, who eats no salt with his meat? He is an honest man, Morgiana, returned her master. Therefore do as I bid you but she could not withstand a desire to see this strange man. So she helped Abdallah to carry up the dishes, and in a moment saw that Kojia Hassan was the robber captain, and carried a dagger under his garment. I am not surprised, she said to herself, that this wicked man who intends to kill my master will eat no salt with him, but I will hinder his plans. She sent up the supper by Abdallah, while she made ready for one of the boldest acts that could be thought of. When the dessert had been served, Kogia Hassan was left alone with Ali Baba and his son, whom he thought to make drunk and then to murder them. Morgiana, meanwhile, put on a headdress like a dancing girl's, and clasped a girdle around her waist, 
from which hung a dagger with a silver hilt, and then said to Abdallah, Take your tabor, and let us go and divert our master and his guest. Abdallah took his tabor and played before Morgiana until they came to the door, where Abdallah stopped playing and Morgiana made a low curtsy. Come in, Morgiana, said Ali Baba, and let Kodja Hassan see what you can do. And turning to Kodja Hassan, he said, She's my slave and my housekeeper. Kodja Hassan was by no means pleased, for he feared that his chance of killing Ali Baba was gone for the present. But he pretended great eagerness to see Morgiana, and Abdallah began to play and Morgiana to dance. After she had performed several dances, she drew her dagger and made passes with it, sometimes pointing it at her own breast, sometimes at her master's, as if it were part of the dance. Suddenly, out of breath, she snatched the tabor from Abdallah with her left hand and, holding the dagger in her right, held out the tabor to her master. Ali Baba and his son put a piece of gold into it, and Koji Hassan, seeing that she was coming to him, pulled out his purse to make her a present, but while he was putting his hand into it, Morgiana plunged the dagger into his heart. Unhappy girl, cried Ali Baba and his son, what have you done to ruin us? It was to preserve you, master, not to ruin you, answered Morgiana. See here opening the false merchant's garment and showing the dagger. See what an enemy you have entertained. Remember, he would eat no salt with you. And what more would you have? Look at him. He is both the false oil merchant and the captain of the forty thieves. Ali Baba was so grateful to Morgiana for thus saving his life that he offered her to his son in marriage, who readily consented. And a few days after the wedding was celebrated with great splendor. At the end of a year... Ali Baba, hearing nothing of the two remaining robbers, judged they were dead, and set out to the cave. The door opened on his saying, Open Sesame. He went in and saw that nobody had been there since the captain had left it. He brought away as much gold as he could carry, and returned to town. He told his son of the secret of the cave, which his son handed down in his turn, so that the children and grandchildren of Ali Baba were rich the end of their lives. And that is the end of the story of the 40 thieves of Ali Baba and those 40 thieves. A tale that is so, so well known and yet always such an interesting story to read. This is Dan Scholes of the Folktale Project. Don't forget that you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcast, anywhere you'd like to get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Threads at Folktale Project. And you can always head over to folktaleproject.com where you'll find a new story waiting for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. If you're enjoying the podcast, please leave us a kindly worded review. The reviews help new people find the show. And I read every one of them, and I love them all, and I appreciate you so much. As always, thank you so much for listening.